It's Eddie here with Marconi. You can give us a call at 833-HI-IT'S-ME if you want to do that. 833-444-8763. That also works to text message us. I was on uh, YouTube there. I occasionally get on the YouTube there, Marconi, and see what's going on there. See what the the kids are up to there on the YouTube. And I was uh, looking at... You're bombarded uh, with ads. Are you? Well, the, oh, the ads. Every time, every ads. second, I feel like YouTube goes, oh, this this con- it seems like a good place to place an ad, and it's no natural spot. It just yeah. cuts the content off right oh, into yeah, an ad. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. I feel like terrible, they, terrible. Should, they should encourage YouTube uh, creators to pause somehow or in their thought so the ad could be placed. It would be a much more harmonious platform. But instead, That's a battle I'm not willing to take. But they need <laughs> yeah. to take that on. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have enough going on in my life to to send in that complaint. No, I, I don't want it. I don't want there in the ether. I don't want to do it. Somebody, I, just, I want them to take it on. You know, yeah. I want them to do it. Yeah, right, right. And uh, so you know, I was there on YouTube, and I I came across some clips of Jimmy Fallon's show there, the Tonight Show on yeah. NBC. Have is you that seen the that? show that's on when I'm watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel? I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, okay. I hear about yeah, them. They I always think, talk about the two Jimmies. And one time, I believe this Fallon guy, on April 1st, they did a flip-flop. And uh, this Fallon yeah, guy they filled did. in they, for they Jim Kimmel. Yeah. That's right. And, oh. you know, people aren't really talking enough about this as far as Jimmy Fallon goes. Mm. But he he has this new beard and haircut going on. Oh. And it's it's a new combo. It's not just a beard, not just a haircut, but both. And Did you notice that he only started that beard haircut combo after Jimmy Kimmel kind of normalized it on his show because nobody had a beard on TV on the talk shows. And then Jimmy That's right. came it, back it was one a season while after that with his beard and like he uh, you know, he started uh, dieting and he lost a bunch of weight. And suddenly, like, Jimmy looks, you know, handsome. I mean, he did before, but yeah, I mean. You know, it, the hair looks unnatural, though. It, like, oh. it looks way thicker than it did before. Are you talking about I Fallon? I don't know what's going on with that. Fallon. Uh, okay. Talking about Fallon and his new haircut. But his look like, changed his- after Jimmy Kimmel normalized the beard and the the new look that he came out with. And then way Fallon- after, way after, yeah. like years. Yeah. Like uh, Fallon's just now catching up to it. But like, if you look at Jimmy Fallon now, it looks like he's trying a little too hard to oh. reach a younger audience or something. Oh, like, I, with a I beard? Look at it and I, I, <laughs> that seems weird. Well, it? <laughs> it's the haircut too. It's the haircut and the beard. He has a, he has a haircut where it's really short on the side and long on the top and yeah. kind of combed over, you know, right. You know, that popular thing. And then with the beard, like, I don't want to say hipster, but it's sort of like the uh, the thing that's the trendy sort of look for a while. I don't even know if that's still trendy or not. Do you have a? But like, I'm gonna get my clipper and shave my head now. I'm sorry, I got my head. Yeah, that Jimmy. Well, I mean, Fallon I look. basically I have the same haircut, but not nearly as nice as his because oh. he has this like crazy well, thick hair. Like it looks like a teenager's hair, and I don't like. Are you saying be you some think hair he might be going on there? He might be uh, stuffing. <laughs> he might be like uh, I think yeah. in high school they used to say like if a girl was patting her bra or something like that that right. maybe Jimmy Fallon's he's, doing that he's with his hair. He's patting his scalp. Yeah, yeah patting the yeah. scalp there. I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know what he's putting up there, but it looks unnatural, and it looks like okay. he... Uh, it's very distracting. He was talking to uh, some sort of a guest. I don't even. I can't even tell you who it was because the whole time I'm just staring, <laughs> staring at Jimmy's at his, hair. Is it? But so you his, do you like it? Is that what you're saying? He looks great, but he looks like a different person. Okay, and you know, it's like uh, it's almost like you you go into a parallel universe and you're looking at the same person, but they're different. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, I don't know why the you, suits at NBC allowed him to do this. And I'm wondering are you if it upset? was a big discussion. You know what this sounds like? Yeah. It sounds like an old lady emailing NBC. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy Fallon. He wore a blue tie last night on the network. I don't think that's right. I don't like it. He's got a beard now. He looks dirty. Clean that up. Uh, Marconi, we did this once before, sort of a newer thing we're doing on the show, but uh, sometimes news headlines are so strange, (laughs) they tell the whole story. Enough said. With just the headline. Enough said. That's all we need is just the headline. Enough said. Yeah. Don't need to read it. Music. <laughs> Enough said. It feels like a like some kind of a self help video that we're gonna watch it in school on the day that the teacher doesn't feel like teaching. Absolutely. Enough said. Don't need to read it. <laughs> Man used a handgun to kill a turkey from a car window. <laughs> God. Why? <laughs> God. That why? Make the news? And there was a reporter live on the scene. No. The incident. Are you they, serious? No. I no. Oh. I don't know. I mean, like enough said. I read the headline, oh. and I don't. I don't know. Now, now I make up the rest in my head. <laughs> in your head, there's a reporter, <laughs> and it's like a wild. Whoa! Yeah. Like he's reporting right. on the side, and then like some guys driving by, and some chaos ensues, and a guy drives by, right. shoots a turkey out of the side of his window, and like the guy's like, "What just happened?" Oh, it's extreme yeah. chaos. There's a guy in a red Buick who just drove by. I <laughs> just shot, shot that a turkey. turkey with a handgun. Are you going you know, to come- do that? You better eat the turkey. Yeah, at least right? come so back for the turkey, the turkey, dude. What are you doing? Let's see what I love about this segment is we just make up the story ourselves. I think it's more the fun than reality because the reality yeah. is usually Absolutely. horrible. Yeah. Uh, next headline. Jack Daniels asks Supreme Court to squelch parody dog toy. And basically, it's a dog toy that looks like a Jack Daniels bottle, mm. and uh, it, but you know, it's it's for dogs to chew on. Why would and they care? It's going they're, all the way to the Supreme Court. They're just, <laughs> why are the Supreme Courts wasting their time with that? <laughs> I know. Must, dog somebody toy, yeah. must, you know, a big whiskey or whatever must uh, have some money floating around there. Somebody's getting a, a payoff. I, don't you feel like there was a while there where everybody was parroting the Jack Daniels bottle logo? It would be like all. I think even like Motley Crue has a T-shirt that looks oh, like the Jack Daniels. Maybe I don't uh, know bottle. I guess I didn't notice. It was a. It was around for a while there. Uh, next uh, headline: Man broke into rental property, helped himself to a coffee, a bath, and a nap. I would do. I think that's not a bad idea because there's a lot of these homes that are just <laughs> yeah. sitting there. And if you're not going to destroy property and you're just doing like a little bit of a, hey, I'm just going to go get a coffee because they have, they probably have a coffee machine set up for when people come over to look at the house. So that, or when burglars come in. Yeah. <laughs> this, is burg- the, this is the, this Keurig is for me <laughs> right uh, over here, but uh, my, my older version, this is for burglars. Well, you know how this it is, is the, when yeah. you, when you need yeah. a, when you haven't showered for a while and you take a shower, it's, it's like, 
rejuvenating. You like you feel like a different person. So I can I can imagine if you're uh, homeless on the street and you have a chance. Hey, look, that that place over there. I can just walk in. I don't care. Right. And uh, and you know. Well, I mean, the guy's clearly a criminal. I'm wondering, like, you if, do we want him rejuvenated though? Because if he walks into this home and then he gets all <laughs> fresh and clean, takes is he a clearly nap, a criminal? Has some coffee. Well, well then he's going to go out and know, who knows what he's capable of at that point. If all he's done probably is sloth like. I, I mean, they say break in, but he, the door could have easily been open. We don't know. Uh, if he if he destroyed property, okay. Uh, that, he, he should have to pay for that or work it off or something. But, uh, but Did he at least wash the coffee mug? <laughs> yeah. If he at least washed the coffee mug, right. I think and this I mean, guy is free and clear. Scrub. I mean, don't get in there and just rinse it off because there's still residue. No. You got to get that scrub People brush always, in there. Yeah. There's always, yeah, you're right. On the bottom of the mug, a lot of people On the don't sides, uh, bother yeah. to clean that. Right. If he did that, I, would, I wouldn't press charges. <laughs> well, Marconi, sometimes news headlines are so strange, they tell the whole story. It's just kind of enough said. You don't even have to read the article. You read the headline, and you're like, all right, got it. Enough said. Don't need to read it. So that, the voiceover, said. there's so emotion, so much emotion in that. It just feels like a real <laughs> human, like your mom reading you a story. Right, right. Uh, how about this headline? Deer in the grocery store. That's the headline. Oh, Deer that, in the grocery store. That's it? So That's it. Uh, one Short of the, one. That, that happens a lot with those uh, automatic doors. Like an animal will come. Oh, yeah. Because they always build these sense. buildings like near a forest or something, you know, like... When you think about it, like all suburbs are built on forests. So, uh, yeah, the, the, deer, are, the deer was there first. I mean, right. the grocery store is sort of intruding on the deer, deer's uh, And maybe they were having so. a sale on, you know, niblet corn or something. And the deer wanted to get 20 percent <laughs> off. We don't know. Right. Maybe the deer is more intelligent. Little, than we give yeah. it credit for. And and by the way, uh, if you if you just keep the doors opening, if a deer is walking by, he may not have even gone in. But those doors fly open uh like you know yeah. and then and then they have that heater you know that heater when it's cold outside and that heat comes flooding up to, to so it seals off the the grocery store it probably felt some yes. of that heat and was like let me get oh, into yeah. that it probably felt great yeah his hooves yeah. and if that deer returned his grocery cart he's better than 90 percent of the shoppers really so. i love that let you know our friends on the woody show they have that thing called cart narcs they do. Yeah. And I swear to God, people would rather do anything. They'd rather murder. They'd rather spend 25 minutes beating you up than put a cart back. It's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Do yourself a favor and follow uh, cart narcs on Instagram. It's pretty great. Please do. Uh, next headline. Robbers stole almost $4,000 from store as clerk played a game. <laughs> So I guess, you know, he's playing Candy Crush on the phone there. But really, and, what's he uh, going to do? Didn't even realize. I mean, I, I, these clerks. You're right. I mean, that's what I would do, too. Like, yeah, you're right. The guy's getting uh, uh, 1325 an hour. What is he going to do? Risk his life? I mean, those you see all these videos of these situations. And sometimes the only ones that seem to stand up to, uh, you know, criminals usually are the owner of a store. They own it. And they're yeah. like, nope. And, and, and I'm, I root for them, but man, that's so dangerous. You know, like I, I don't want anybody to get robbed by gunpoint. That seems like horrific, no. but it, it seems like it's part of it. Like it's inevitable. If you own one of these stores or work at one, it's going to happen sometime. And I don't know why they're not I all mean, behind bulletproof glass. 
the, I know. And the, the economy is so bad too. I mean, I'm sure this is this guy's third or fourth job. You know, he can't make enough money as right. a neurosurgeon. So <laughs> he's, uh, he's got to go to the, the grocery store there. He the, went through the all the schooling to be a neurosurgeon and they decided, you know what? We're just not going to pay you a livable wage. So he's got side hustles. <laughs> yeah. He's got his side hustle there. Jeez. But yeah, just let him walk out with the four thousand. I don't blame you, sir. Who I don't knew blame that you a convenience store had four thousand dollars? I bet that's not true. I don't think they ever yeah. keep that much money on hand, do they? Probably not. <laughs> uh this one's kind of in the same thing, talking about uh, gas station clerks. Gas station clerk opens fire on man who broke a jar of salsa. <laughs> what? <laughs> It had to be the last straw. Like, this guy has been coming in, noodling around, doing stuff that's just almost illegal but not quite, and just being annoying, and he won't leave, and he's been asked to leave over and over. Keeps showing up in different wigs, and then uh, (laughs) then he comes in, and he knocks over accidentally with his giant ass this uh, jar of salsa and claims it was an accident. Uh, That that was my—maybe, like, the clerk was going to take that jar of paste picante sauce home that evening— and enjoy it. It was the last one on the shelf. Right. He was just he was thinking about his evening. He, he ruined his whole yeah. evening plans. So, yeah, uh, this guy had eat had that it. with some chips. Obviously, he was he at his wit's end. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he was going to go home and, and watch some Wednesday on Netflix and eat oh, some yeah. chips and salsa. Wait, are you talking not, about me again? I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> pull a gun on a guy. I would just go to the next store and get some different chips and salsa or something. Oh, I guess we could do that. <laughs> Eddie, I have some random audio, and this one is uh, specific to how things are made. You know that TV show, How right. It's Made? Well, this one explores yeah. how, you know, the sandwiches you see, like a convenience store and those little tubs. It, yes. It, it kind of shows you how those are made. I posted this on our Instagram at Mood Killers, and uh, it, you can see the full video, but here are some clips. You mean like from the, 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 the sweaty guy behind the counter doesn't make those at home before he comes <laughs> in for his shift? Yeah, and they heat them under a warm lamp so they're yeah. nice and, and gooey. P- tosses them in uh, his satchel and rides no. his bike to the gas station. No, here's how it's made. Here's some clips. Okay. Sandwiches start their life off as bread, which must be slapped yeah. around a bit to ensure that they are using boneless <laughs> bread to avoid babies choking <laughs> on the bones. The bread is sent down a conveyor <laughs> belt where each slice is then segregated due to their religion. The atheist bread is smeared with butter as a mark of disrespect. A machine then tries to paint (laughs) the American flag on every slice of bread with its but does a really bad job of it because it's very un-American and was actually made in China. Oh, wow. (laughs) So there's a lot of of animosity going on. Jeez, I, I didn't realize it was so controversial. This whole uh, society you live in is just so polarized. You wouldn't Everybody, think this is a sandwich. Even our be sandwiches. Someone... <laughs> uh, sandwiches are polar. Both sides of the sandwich are on different sides of the aisle. It sounds right. Like. Yeah, and here's a, well, I mean, this it continues. I mean, that, you think that's that's just the beginning. Next, the angriest worker in the factory hatefully deposits a handful of cheese that's been screamed at for three hours <laughs> on top of the <laughs> bread before it receives a sensual uh. massage. <laughs> Girders of dog food are positioned onto a machine that turns the gelatinous logs of yogurt meat into what some people call ham. (laughs) The sliced pieces of sweaty ham are then taken and mailed to the sandwich line. (laughs) Slices of ham are folded into little meat tortillas 
and sat on top of the already traumatized cheese. <laughs> well, there's so much going on. There's therapy is wow. going to happen with this uh, <laughs> this factory, I think. That's but insane. After yeah. they slap on the angry cheese, there's there's. I mean, you think it's <laughs> over, but it's not. Next, segregation oh. is over as the bread finally put aside their religious differences and lie on top of each other romantically. <laughs> the sandwiches are stacked and sent to the sandwich toll booth. If a sandwich doesn't have the money, it will be refused entry, turning to a life of crime instead. <laughs> Orange rubber bands <laughs> safely <laughs> contain a bread knife, which a man jerks off at 1,000 RPM after drinking 13 Red Bulls before starting his shift. The bread comes oh. out sliced diagonally, which is scientifically proven to make sandwiches taste better. Oh. <laughs> now there's so many life lessons in there, you know. <laughs> really? For instance, if we all just put our differences aside, we can lay on top of each other romantically. <laughs> right. After too many Red Bulls one day, the man with the bread knife had to be let go after he said God instructed him to saw off his boss's head. So a robot does his job now wow, too. Okay. Slicing the sandwiches into sliced sandwiches. Slicing the sandwiches makes it easy for people with little disfigured baby arms to pick up and eat because whole sandwiches are much too heavy for their arms. The sandwiches are picked up and shoved into tiny boxes, triggering their claustrophobia. <laughs> They're soon sealed shut before the workers can hear them scream, ensuring that the sandwiches <laughs> cannot breathe. Wow. This kills the sandwich. Oh, my gosh. What a way to go. <laughs> wow. And that is how Man. sandwiches are made. I learned so much, and don't tell me how peanut butter and jelly is made. I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's enough, right? What's something we all pretend no one does, but in truth we all do? And I was thinking about this procrastination. Mm. I'm con are you, yeah. I'm constantly procrastinating, and not because I want to. It's like a weird dare my brain does with me. Like, hey, you know what? You could just scroll around on the internet and get nothing done today and then have to do it last minute. <laughs> How much fun would that be? And then I know. Uh, I've been like that ever since I was in grade school. I was procrastinating until the very last second. To me, it's more exciting, though, to have that pressure. <laughs> I sort of like, I perform better with that, uh, you know, the fire under my butt. What is, what is it? Is, is it an endorphins that uh, kick in or something? I don't know. You're right. Cause it makes it, it, it makes it seem like it's me. It's meaningful. Otherwise what you're doing seems meaningless if it's so far in the future. But I think like if you have to do something and it, right. the deadline is real, then it just feels like you're accomplishing more. I don't like, know. Like you'll just wait to the very last possible time you can do it. Yeah. And then you get still make your deadline, but it's uh, cutting it close. But the thing I don't like is the, the release. The only part I don't like about the procrastination is that you don't get the release of, I finished this, now I can relax. You know? And yeah. So, so uh, that's I think that's where the anxiety builds is we're all procrastinating everything because we don't get ourselves. Well, you relax up front. And the thing is, that's what you're doing when you're procrastinating. You know, instead of relaxing on the back end, you're relaxing oh, on the front end. It's sort of like front. eating your dessert before your meal. I that's see. what's going on. Yeah, I see. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Here's something that we all do, but we don't really uh, talk about, is we assume people are above average intelligence. And I was like, I don't ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it took me a while to realize that, though. I mean, I think I was uh, a full grown adult by the time I realized most people are idiots. Uh, if, but when you're uh, <laughs> when you're like a kid, you, you assume that all adults are just brilliant people and they would never uh, they would never do anything 
uh, without thinking about it. And, I think uh, I had a different a, view. Like, yeah. I, I think I've always thought people okay. were idiots. <laughs> so I just. Oh, uh, you, you were ahead of the curve there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm all that great either, to be honest. But I, I think I'm a maybe a skosh above some. And the thing that happens is you don't want to talk down to somebody. And so, you know, because no. like, you because a lot of times you'll get a, a, accused of over explaining something or mansplaining. No, so you don't want to give people a chance to, to show the to show you that they're an idiot because they will. <laughs> if you yeah. just let them. I find that with everything, you know, like say say you meet a person and they've got a weird scar on their face. You don't stare at that scar. You don't say a word about that scar until one day you'll be sitting having lunch with them and they'll say, well, you know, when the dog almost ate my face off that time when I was three years old, then you'll get the juice and you won't have the awkward conversation that you and you started. They brought it up. And that's what you want to do. You got to right. wait for it. I mean, it's hard because you want to know what happened, but you, you can't. Right. You can't, just can't go no. in. You have to you know? wait. Yeah. You have to wait. Be patient for the love of God. Come mm -hmm. on. Yep. yep. Um, I... <laughs> I think that's it. Would you, I think we hit the mark. I think that's it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Don't All you right. think? All right, I'm right. I mean, I'm, we're, at, we're, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. we're at 750 or 740. We're like, ah, that's pretty. I think, you know, things that, you know, things that people pretend no one does, but in truth, we all do. I mean, I know fart in public is one, but. Yeah. I, yeah. When you're going down the aisle of, uh, you know, some mega store and you don't think anybody's gonna be there and you, you you have a release you're like i just gotta get over here and then what always happens i mean is so, it, it's somebody, gonna happen you hold it in that's not healthy but so. as soon as you hold it in and you find a place to release then some a-hole comes around the corner and, you know, they're an a-hole because they're looking for socks or yeah. something you know it's not their fault they don't know but they walk right into your cloud and you're like i feel bad for them but you know there's nothing you can do at that point and you can't say anything <laughs> you know, yeah. So, what would you? I mean, what do you say if if you fart in front of a stranger, especially at the, at the super center? And you're not <laughs> supposed to. What do you do? Like, uh, no, you pretend like it didn't happen. You keep walking. These people don't even. I don't think you owe them an apology, to be honest. I mean, what are you? What are you gonna do? All right, uh, you know, this is a segment we did once a long time ago. You might not remember it, Marconi, but uh, let's class up the joint and uh, talk about what's happening in the fine world of art and auctions. All oh, right, are you ready for this? I really you know, hope. Let's see what's happening. I'm, I really hope seat. some of my favorite pieces are in this one. I really like this segment. Yeah. And now. A Fine Mood Killers presentation. Here's what's going on in the fine world of art. A sophisticated segment. Art. 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 Fart. 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 Okay. I find anytime anything tells you it's sophisticated, it definitely is. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes. 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 Artist performed live breast milking at an art festival. Okay. They were taking bids. People were throwing down. This is a very classy segment. They were having people throw money into a hat, I guess. They made $200,000 doing this. What? Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, how just, classy. Uh, and yeah, I guess you could put the babies through college now. Two hundred thousand so dollars. That. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I know. 
I don't really understand any of the story, but you know, the art isn't. It, it, it's you don't understand it right away. You it's, you think about it. So mm. maybe I'll get this in a few months. <laughs> right after I've you have to time. stare. You have to stare at it and then think. <laughs> yeah, I would have to really stare at this piece and for just a while. stand there with your hands behind your back, just wondering. Yeah. How the hell did somebody make $200,000, and how can I do that, too? That's what I'm thinking. Have you noticed that that's what people always do at art galleries? The hands are always behind their back, touching their own butt as they're walking around. <laughs> you know, I, I turn my hands over, yeah. so I'm actually grasping my buttock because I, I think yeah. better that way. That's And that's how I watch TV. Like when a sports game is on, I'm uh, right. I'm squeezing my glutes at all times. I, I like right. it. Yeah. Yeah, just, just keep that in mind. If if anyone out there has never been to an art gallery and you really want an excuse to be able to fondle yourself in mm. public without being shamed, yeah, this is your opportunity. You can Kurt do it. Cobain's. I'm doing it right yeah. now. By the way, squeezing Absol my glutes. Absolutely. This it's is yes. Fondling this is my uh, my buttock. It's a sophisticated segment. So <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. To... Yes, you're right. Yes, I mean yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> uh, Kurt Cobain's smash guitar from the first Nirvana tour just sold at an auction for four hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Man, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, I yeah. wouldn't be. I mean, I like memorabilia just fine, but I like the uh, Experience Music Project in Seattle. I like going to see, you know, things on display. But I, I, yeah. I would never, if I had an amassed fortune, that would unless somebody gave it to me as a gift, that wouldn't be something that I would really be into. I don't think I'm, I, yeah. I just don't, I don't find it. It should be in a museum somewhere. I mean, that's a uh, part of rock and roll history. It's privately yeah, it, owned. It, it should it, be it, on display. And this guitar was smashed on stage too. You know, Kurt Cobain did that a lot. He smashed yeah. it during their 1989 tour right there on the stage. And mm -hmm. somebody's like, Oh, I'll buy that broken guitar for $500,000. Sure. But maybe they'll put it in a, in a museum or something, or yeah. or maybe like this a hole will just have it in his living room and he'll brag. Uh, definitely, he's, he's gonna be the a hole that has it in his living room. And I mean, he might not be an a hole, but if you're paying four hundred thousand dollars for a guitar, maybe you are an a hole. <laughs> As Chris uh, Novoselic listens to that and goes, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah." Well, Marconi, it is our sophisticated segment we're oh, talking about. What I'm loving this, is going by the way. On in the world of art, art and auctions, there's always something happening in the world of art. And not a lot of radio shows have the balls to talk about art. Is that what it is? Balls? It I, I, I <laughs> yeah, didn't realize. Of, okay. I don't know. Balls. All right. Yeah, let's, yeah that, that's what it is. And now. A Fine Mood Killers presentation. Here's what's going on in the fine world of art. A sophisticated segment. Art. 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 Fart. 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 Three million dollars, and that just looks like a That's petrified fun, rat yeah. just laying there, probably. The, the, <laughs> the glove that yeah. you know, like they used back when Babe Ruth was playing. I think it was just like a rag <laughs> they put on their hand. No, yeah, know? it doesn't right. look like it's anything. Basically, like, uh, have you seen an of glove? You know what those are? <laughs> yeah, That's basically what it is. is an of glove. Uh, how much so did they pay again? Have fun. How much did they pay for that? One point five three million. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you could, here's the thing people don't understand too. Nobody that's looking at that, like at your house, 
gives a rat's ass. They'll look at it for two seconds and go, huh, oh, nice, cool. That's we Oh, can you believe it? Well, what else do you do? You don't get it out and play with it. You're not touching. You're never no. going to touch that. It's under glass. And also, you could put anything. You could make something look disgusting, like it's from the 1930s, and put it in glass and say that's Babe Ruth's glove. And, you know, you paid, what, $25 for a glove? There you go. You nobody, know, nobody I know. know. That's... You're so right, and I don't know why more people don't do that. Why don't you just uh, throw random things into glass cases and claim that there's something <laughs> that they're not? Right. Like who's gonna who's gonna question you? Like if the you only, really want to impress only, your dinner guests, the only yeah, the only thing that would yeah. uh, happen is if you were trying to resell it, you have to have a certificate of authenticity. Well, yeah. But well, don't 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 try to do that. <laughs> right. Or no, what you could do is you could have a garage sale and then try to sell that crap. <laughs> who's gonna stop you? That's the thing too. Is who's gonna yeah, stop? You? Somebody finds that they're like, I found this rare find. He said it was Babe Ruth's. Baseball glove. I <laughs> <laughs> got it for two dollars. Even had a letter of authenticity. It was like <laughs> on a on a post-it note. It said yeah. letter of authenticity. Like so it, it's got to be. Yeah. Who yeah. are these people that are author- authorizing these things? It's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, speaking of sports memorabilia being sold at auction, a signed Tom Brady rookie card just sold for two point four million dollars. No. God. <laughs> I don't even. Why? Uh, yeah, and, and, and a card oh, like who? A band, do football cards? It's not really something I, I think about no. when I think of football. Oh yeah, yeah they, they talk about baseball cards. That's I, that's what I think right. about football cards. But and so it's an old picture of Tom Brady from two thousand something like that twenty years ago. Yeah, two thousand. Yep, you're right. Two thousand. And it's not uh, even. I mean. I mean, Tom Brady, I like him. And, you know, the Monday night football game, uh, the other, you know, he's great when he, you know, sometimes he is, sometimes you see him play these games where he wins at the end and it's unbelievable. And you're like, wow. But, but I wouldn't pay millions of dollars for a card to sit in my office or something. No, I wouldn't pay $2 for that. I don't care. I yeah, I don't even want the, I wouldn't even buy the pack of gum wherever it came from or whatever that thing, you know, where they ever they got it originally. I don't know. A bunch of idiots with too much money on their hands. That's what this segment should be called. Idiots with too much money on their hands. <laughs> it really should. <laughs> Moves, killer. 